Welcome to another episode of Greetings Earthly. Ow! Oh my god! Who, who put this? Who, why is this shell falling on mine? Why? In the supermarket, no longer shop happily. Came here for the special offer, guaranteed personality. We're all lost, We're all lost, We're all lost. We're all lost. Oh, that sounds good, Shipwood. Nice harmonizing with the bathroom noises here. Could, could you too, please, please keep it down? We're trying, trying to sleep in here. Sorry, sorry, Captain. You're, you're upsetting our guest. No, no not at all. It, it sounded very nice, actually. Shipwood, you have our strongly held sentiment drive and time travel crystals set for our return to Lurf. We need to warn the Runyon and his brother to stay away from, from abandoned wells. I know Farid will have his sights set on those two. <clears throat> uh, my eye, Captain. Uh, I've got all the coordinates entered, and we should be there uh, the time we all fall off to sleep uh, and sleep off our fanshui debauchery. We're dragging our guest all the way to Lurf. Why, why would we want to go? Why would he want to go there? Oh, I've been talking it up to him, and he's quite excited to see it. I told him about the Oldsmobile 88 that Shipwood got to drive and Hank's black holes in a box. Well, uh, yes, well, not not those things so much, as, as intriguing as those sound, but more that having just received the news of my father's demise, which I'm sure I'll be quite bothered about after sleeping off the spirits of Fan Shui, I would like the peace and quiet of a distant, unknown outpost of the universe such as this Lurf of which you speak. It sounds like a good place to clear the mind and to reevaluate one's purpose. Oh, it's it's excellent for that too, Roxy. Why, I think Guri had his mind cleared numerous times during our initial adventures on Earth, right? What? What? What did you say? <clears throat> oh, no, nothing. Nothing, Guri, nothing, nothing. But please retire to your quarters for the journey. Oh, but we're going to have so much fun, Roxy. I see you took the top bunk. Oh, well, that's okay. You're the guest. Haha. <laughs> can can we can we tell scary stories? And so our fearful Captain Yuri and his new best friend settled in for a slumber party of sorts, while Shipward retired with some ship's manuals to his quarters, and Guri departed to his own sleep chamber, struggling with his pending demotion and a nagging feeling that something was not quite right about the captain's new friend. Hadn't he heard that voice before, he wondered? Quite recently, actually. What was wrong with his short-term memory? Was it the long-term damage resulting from the captain having proton blasted his cerebellums numerous times in the early episodes of the podcast? 
And what was that pungent smell emanating from the new guest? And would a space shower fix it? All of these questions kept running through Guri's mind over and over and over again as he lay down and tried to get to sleep. Would as you he- would you shut up? How are you even still here? I thought the Captain Proton blasted you out of existence last episode. Ah, well, this is not my first rodeo, Guri. I was wearing proton-proof underwear. What? What's a rodeo? Ah, well, perhaps that's a Lurfian expression you haven't learned yet. And, and why the proton-proof underwear? Why, why not make it outerwear and save your clothes? Well, that would ruin the surprise when we survive. Plus, we, we all like to have a good reason for shop for new clothes, do we not? Uh, well, well, I don't. I always feel like there are cameras in the changing rooms. Well, of course there are cameras in the changing rooms. Why else would anyone want to work retail? But what? But I worked in retail to pay my way through space camp. Spa, uh, space school, I mean. Oh, Gory. Did your parents send you to space camp when you were little? How cute. My, my tree mothers sent me, yes. You had three mothers? No, no my tree mothers. My mothers were all... They were a small grove of trees, uh, pollinated by my father, a passing solar ray from Gamma 12. Remember, we me porpians do grow on trees. Ah, yes. Well, don't tell your new guest that. What? What? Why not? What? Who is he? I, I know I've heard that voice. Well, I, I can't tell you that, Guri. I'm just the narrator. I can't get involved in the story. Well, then why are you bunking with me? Please get out of my sleep chamber and let me go to sleep. Mm, very well, then. I'll just show myself out. Maybe there's some food in the canteen. <clears throat> Roxy? Roxy, are, are, you, are you still up? Uh, what? What now? Oh, you sound like you're almost asleep, but just just really quickly, what what's the biggest star you've ever seen the biggest uh, um, in person probably kim kardashian at the high stakes table on fan Shui, right right where we met actually oh wow but no i actually i i meant the biggest actual star oh oh the biggest celestial body also kim kardashian no but seriously probably <laughs> alpha centauri or Canis Majoris, uh, I think I flew right through that one by accident, uh, singed three of my eyebrows on that one. Wow, what, 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 what's it like to have eyebrows? We, we have many eyes, but no, no eyebrows. Yes, yes, I noticed that. Uh, I don't know, I, I only really noticed having eyebrows that one time when they got singed. Wow. Singed. Well... <sighs> Well, it's been quite a long day, Yuri. Was it like being rich? There's always someone richer, Yuri. And and besides, true wealth is measured in the... Goodness. Now I'm wide awake. What a strange new friend I've made. Nice ship, though. Okay, I'll try to get some sleep now and... Do some serious introspection on this distant place called Lurf, and then I suppose I need to help my brother avenge. 
Hello, this is Rick Steams, Doomsday Culture Lifestyle Reporter. Uh, welcome to Slidey's. It's a solar slide cooking mecca in the Sonora, Sonora Desert in Arizona. Patrons sit at the bottom of a long metallic slide that's been baking in the central Arizona sunshine. Cooks drop, they drop raw eggs at the top of the device and they arrive at your plate in perfect cook splendor like a diagonal solar heated hibachi without the shellfish and funny hats. Want your coffee? Here it comes. Position your cup. Give it a minute. It's hot. They'll fry your ice cream while you cry in delicate agony. Also, check out Finite Underground. If, if you're game for a little something underground and off the beaten path after you've dropped off your kids at the ER for the night, suffering from heat stroke, stop by Apocalypse Hotspot Finite Underground. This all-inclusive mystery room swingers enclave is a hedonistic watering hole here where the DJ blasts the hottest Ibiza remixes of Happy Trails and masked Mexican drug cartel underlings drop roofies in your drinks. Or choose from the celebrity bartender's roofie list like Pause for the Cosby and When Harry Sold Sally. It's oh, horrible. We rejoin our crew, having just emerged from hypersonic time travel and apparently having miscalculated their cross-universe trajectory as they find themselves to be not back in Runyon's room, but in aisle six of a local supermarket. Captain, wake up. We are back, although I'm not certain quite where we are. Using, Using these ship's windows, it looks like we're in a very brightly lit... Large warehouse of some sort. What? Oh, wow. What splitting headaches I have in my three heads. Uh, somebody grab me six tunnels, 12 tunnels. And why is it so bright? So I, know, I know, Captain. The light is just streaming in from these, this place we've landed in. Well, well, pull the space curtains. Go, do, do something because it's terrible. Well. I, I don't see any curtains. And how, how do how do you know what curtains are if we just learned what windows were a few episodes ago? Who's writing this crap? Any, anyway, Sh- Shipwood, where are you there? Are there any shades on these windows? Oh, and, and I guess I know what shades are too. What a joke. Uh, uh, just turn on the auto tint function, that button over there. Oh, oh, oh wow. Yes, how nice. That's much better. Yeah. Oof. Ah, uh, Captain, uh, we must bring this window invention and technology back to the Meeporpian Royal Navy. That, along with our programmed black hole travel and your new cloaking device, makes a long list of innovations that's sure to get us promoted to need-to-know status. One would think, Guri. One would think. Speaking of Meeporpian High Command, we should really warn them about Lord Camembert's sworn mission to rid the universe of... Of our species. Oh, I, th- I thought you told Shipwood to send an emergency embroidery. Well, no. I just told Farid that, not, not wanting to look like I had forgotten to warn our superiors. Oh, Captain, and you think I'm the one up for a demotion? Well, well, we would have had this curse placed on us in the first place if you hadn't given away our identities to Camembert over the phone. Yes, well, we also broadcast the killing of Gorgonzola on the season one podcast episode finale. 
So I, I think the word was out on who killed the Gorgon leader. It was only a matter of time. I'm tired of your logic and reasoning, Gory. Just, just send the emergency message to me, Poppy, and high command. Tell them, tell them trouble is a coming. Yeah. Is, is that the whole message? Trouble is a coming. Do I have to do everything myself? Here, I will dictate. <clears throat> emergency message from Captain Yuri. Stop. Got it. I'll send that immediately. No, that's not all of it, you fool. What What are you thinking? <laughs> well, you, well, you said stop, and I thought... I'll be saying stop in between each sentence of the message. Do you understand now? Yes, yes. Proceed. That's my fault. Okay. Starting after the title now, which you already have down, right? I'm starting after the title now. That's not which... part of the dictation, oh. Shipwood. Can, <laughs> can you... Can you... Gory, whatever your name is, can you can you handle this, please? What? I, what? Uh, y- yes, Captain. Uh, uh, emergency message from Captain Yuri. Uh, what do you want to say next? Good morning, every being. Uh, oh, my kingdom for a Tylenol. Another instance of product placement? Clearly, they are fishing for a new sponsor. Shut, Shut up. up! Shut it! Stupid narrator. Why is he still here? I thought I had murdered him last episode. Didn't I murder him? Well, it turns out he was wearing proton-proof underwear. How, <sighs> how are we supposed to know that? Yeah, uh, yes, well, but seriously, about the tile and all, could I trouble you for one, Captain? Or, or better make it two. Why, why yes, Roxy, good good morning. I I trust you slept well. You you had the top bunk after all. Usually <clears throat> the captain sleeps in the top bunk, but you were our guest, so I was... <laughs> More than happy to afford you that, that privilege, of course. Perhaps and perhaps a drink to wash down the pills. Yes, 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 of course. Here you are. And we'll retire to the canteen for breakfast just as soon as I finish dictating this emergency message to our high command. Oh, oh well, that sounds important. Don't let me interfere. If you could point me to one of your space toilets, I think I need to expunge last night's demons, if you know what I mean. Ah, but of course, but of course, Roxy, just just down by the canteen on the right there. Guri can show you. Guri? Right this way, sir. Captain, uh, that message will have to wait. I'm getting a proximity alert. Large beings and vehicles approaching. Yes, where where are we, Shipwood? We, we we look to have missed Runyon's room, and we're in some overly lit place with smooth floors and what looks like giant cliffs on either side of us. I apologize, Captain. I, I wasn't in quite the right state of mind to make all of the careful calculations last night. It looks like we've ended up in what the Lurflings call a supermarket, just a few carpecks away from Runyon's house. Although, although, although what? Well, it looks like Runyon is not born yet. Uh, we we also missed the mark timing-wise by, let's see, about 35 Lurfian years. 35 Lurfian years? Is that a lot? How, how many years old was Runyon? About four years. About four years? Great comets of Balcatraz! Well, on the bright side, with our inadvertent time travel, I'm not late in sending that emergency message to the Mepopian High Command. Cancel the dictation for now, Shipwood, and let's, let's get our ship out of harm's way. 
We're low on fuel again, Captain. I, I can use the stabilizing thrusters to perhaps slide us under that shelving unit over there. Make it so. We must also, we must avoid getting stepped on or, or, or run over by these, these oversized hummus beans with their extremely oversized foot apparel. What are those giant things called on that, on that young hummus bean over there? Ridiculous. I believe those are called high tops. All the rage in the 1980s here on Lurf. My goodness, that, that Lurfian does look familiar. Turn on our external listening devices. Ah, oh, come on, Ma! What is wrong with getting both Count Chocula and Booberry? Oh, or what if I put back the Booberry and you let me try Fruity Yummy Mummy? It's got fruit in it. That's got to be good for you, Ma! Oh, fine, Cece, but don't come running to me when all your teeth fall out. Ah, oh, fine, you're funny. Oh, I, I won't come running to you. You're not a dentist. Oh, my stars, Chipwood. That's a young C.C. McGraw, one of the show's sponsors, and more recently, an, an unwanted guest on our ship. Yes, we all remember what he did to Space Shower Number 3. And that might be Runyon's uncle over there. What, what was his name again? Hey, look, look, Ma! Dennis is here! Ah, right. Dennis. Dennis! Dendog! Look at what, my, look at what cereal my mom is letting me get. Fruity oh. Yummy Mummy. Oh, see, Ma, uh, look at what C.C. gets to have. You're so lucky, C.C. I have to eat Cheerios and be thankful for it. I don't mind eating the Cheerios so much, but I do mind having to pretend to be thankful for it. Yeah, yeah. does your Ma make you say please and thank you, too? It's like some weird, sort of weird training for the adult world. And it's not for me, I tell you. Uh, look at this new matchbox car she's getting me, though. Ooh, now that is sharp. What's it called? It's got some long name here. Old Mobile. The number 88 looks cool on the side here. That is cool. That's pretty cool. Cece, come on. We've got to go get your diapers. Oh, oh Peed all over your plate. You still wear diapers, CC? You're seven years old. <laughs> I don't. I don't have to, Dennis. It's. It's. I choose to. Okay. It's just easier. I don't have to stop playing when nature calls. Well, you got a point there. And that. And that's what the astronauts do too on the space shuttle. They just go in their suits. So I'm like an astronaut. You're right. I'm gonna ask my mom to give me some diapers. Oh, now, Cece, look at what you've done. <laughs> Marjorie will bring this up at the next Mom's Club meeting, and I'll be, I'll be labeled as an enabler. You'll, you'll have the enable label? Say, that's fun to say, Ma. Enable label. Oh, stop it, Cece. Dad, Mom didn't make it back from the supermarket. Ah, ow! She, she got the enable label. I can't believe you hit me. Stop! <laughs> and hit people in the 1980s, I guess. I, I guess Dennis's yeah, mom. Yeah, I did hit you. <laughs> I guess Dennis's mom is the enabler labeler. That that's harder to say though. Yeah, you're too much, Cece. Now now go pick out just one candy bar as we check out here. Just one. 
One. Okay, okay. Now the Twix, that comes with two bars in the package, but that still counts as one. So that's a good deal. Then again, those Snickers uh, bars fill me up like a meal almost. It's a a tough call. Ooh, the Tic Tacs. I do love that packaging. What's that? Someone's cutting, telling me to cut for commercial. Who are you? What's a commercial? Am, am I on a show? Ma! Ma, I'm on TV. Look at me. Look. Hey there. I'm Oit. And I'm Nort. And we're in jail with the wrong sort. Hey, <laughs> hey. But the right sort, if you're looking for things to sip and snort. That's right. My brother and I have quickly cornered the market at this Fulton County detention facility and smuggled illicit substances. And at Ort and Ort Sippin' Short, you can quickly spend your meager funds and transport your mind away from these drab and dreary confines. All right, that's enough. Quiet down in here. Hide the goods, Ort. It's too late, Ort. Oh, no, you don't. You can't sell that stuff here. And what's what's all this with the camera and the microphones? You can't record a commercial here. You know that. Everyone clear out. Visiting hours are over. You with the equipment there, get out. And and Orton Nort, I'm going to recommend solitary confinement for the two of you to break up this little racket you've got going on here. Would we be together in solitary confinement? Yeah. You'd be alone in separate cells. That's what solitary means, you nitwits. Come on. Turn this off. Commercial's over. Come with me. We'd both be in solitary confinement. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Separately. Separate cells. Idiots. Ah, tis almost the witching hour here at the bottomless ball pit. When the lights go dark, except for the strobe lights pulsing to the beat of the loud disco metal turbo folk music coming from the many woofers and tweeters we have arranged around the building. With some makeshift wiring that throws the sparks and achieves a nice pyrotechnic effect, which is the next thing we need to add once the profits allow us to afford the sparklers and the bottle rockets. We will need to add some language to the waiver, of course, to present the frivolous lawsuits when a child takes a bottle rocket to the face. But this is now when I'm excited. This is now when I will meet my little Minsk in the ball pit. She was to wait for me here near the whirlpool of death, which is not swirling at the moment. Uh, Isa, why is this whirlpool of death not swirling? Isa, where are you? Ah, my brother Zoltan is calling me again, but I cannot be bothered with his foolish demands now, because tonight, tonight I meet Rakia in the ball pit near the whirlpool of death, which I have turned off to avoid being sucked down to the bottom of the of the bottomless ball pit, which of course is not actually bottomless, as Yet would be impossible, but is just very, very deep, far in the ground, as far as we could dig underneath the building with our shovels, until my shovel broke, and Zoltan 
he did not wish to dig any more by himself, the lazy swine. Isa, Isa, where are you? And, and what a useless brother he is most of the time. Always running away with our meager profits to spend on hamburgers at McDonald's when really we are supposed to be amassing funds for the revolution, which will overthrow such capitalistic mainstays as this McDonald's and this Walgreens and this Trader Joe's. Who is this Joe the trader anyway? He's probably a trader on Wall Street who has no care for the people. Not like the Russian heroes who come from the people and who are for the people. Yes, uh, what is me brother babbling about over there? I'll let him try to sort it out while I steal Rakia right from under nose, under his nose. I am so excited she agreed to meet me, she said, as a stroke of midnight, which is just a few minutes away. I will dive under the balls here near the whirlpool and jump out to surprise her. The woman loved to be frightened and then fall into the arms of their protector. Ah, oh, my Akia. little Minsk. She will be surprised when I jump out from under the balls here. I, 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 I still don't know why it's not swirling here. That, that no good Issa couldn't fix a simple water heater, much less any of the equipment here at the ball pit. Uh, we'll have to take a look later after my, uh, myself, after my little rendezvous. Say, wh which way is up here? I think I dove too deep, and now I don't even know which way is up. Oh, Rikia, where are you, Mon Cherie? I seem to be lost here under the ball pit. I forgot how deep it goes down here. Luckily, there's plenty of air, and oh, look! A half-eaten Twix bar. Not, well, not actually half-eaten, but uh, it comes with uh, two bars, and there's one full, one left. So I think this is, I think this is safe to eat. Let, let me uh, take a bite. Anyway, mm. <laughs> ah, my tooth! Uh, it is, it is hard like, hard like rock. It must be. Very, very, oh, oh. Who, oh, who is toes. that? Is that my little Rikia? Yoo-hoo. Oh, oh this hurts so you bad. Yoo-hoo, come here, my little Minsk. I am here. Make a noise so I can follow the sound. I am, I am a bit lost down here. Oh, I think I broke my tooth. Oh, oh. I hear you, Rikia. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, hear, yeah. I hear oh, the painful yeah, yeah, longing yeah. in your voice. I am coming to you. Just you wait and see. Who is making that noise below me? Did Rakia dive down deeper than me here? Oh, I see. We we uh, play uh, the cat and the mouse game, eh? She play hard to get. I accept the challenge. Here comes the tomcat, Rakia. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. I can hear her girlish voice. I, I would know it anywhere. It's like music to my ears. Uh, I am following the siren song, Rikia. I am coming to you. Quite a bit of commotion below me, eh? The mouse 
must be tunneling furiously, but uh, she cannot escape the cat on the hunt. Oh. Eh? Ah, yeah. she's very close now. The balls are moving furiously above me. I, I, I cannot see my little Minsk, though. Uh, why? Why did we choose to meet down here instead of at the surface? It's, still, it's kind of exciting. Uh, 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 oh, I, uh, oh, I have a hold of something now. Is, is that her ankle? Her delicate little ankle. Ah, Rikia, you have grabbed my foot. Is that your Yakia? You have quite a, a firm grip. And oh, oh ah, ah, my, my little oh. Minsk, your passion has made your voice go deep and sultry sounding. Very oh. exciting. I, I have your ankle, and now your your very hairy uh, lower leg. I uh, well, I I guess I love a natural woman. Sultan? Yes, my love. Is that you, Zoltan? I can't believe this. <laughs> yes, it's me, Rikia. Wait, wait, is this not Rikia? Who, who is this? Idiot, it's your brother, Isa, you goopish. Ah, is, oh, Isa, what are you doing here? Zoltan, what are, what are you grabbing now? What? I am grabbing what I thought was Rikia's lower leg with one hand. And, and, and two plastic balls with my other hand. Those are not two plastic balls, Oi, you idiot. Oi, oh, I'm, I, I'm sorry, Isa. I had no idea. I had, I don't know where, where to look. or uh, And I had no idea that you had the two bowling balls down there. You, you should maybe see a doctor about that. Ah, you just uh, shut up. What, what are you doing here? Like here, she told me to meet her here at, at the beginning of the uh, disco hour. What? Eh? No, no. She told me. She told me to meet her here at... Oh, my little Minsk. I see what she did. She played cat and mouse with the Zoltan. Well, the field mouse will soon meet the lion. Ah, let's just get out of here. Which, which way is up? I, eh? I don't know, Isa. I forgot how deep is this bottomless ball pit. What do you mean you forgot how deep? You're in this, very deep. This is so embarrassing. Very deep. It's amazing we haven't you You're not very deep. <laughs> you very shallow and stupid. That may be true, Isa, but it take one to know one, as you say. Yeah, I... Yes. <laughs> ah, you're too deep. Yeah. <laughs> I would curse if I knew more. I am so angry, I can't even <laughs> Well, talk. you could curse in Russian, maybe, but okay. It's amazing we haven't truly lost any children down here. Well, about that, Zoltan. Uh, well, that's, uh, actually, and that's all the time we have. We have. Uh, sorry, we can't go into those details. So boy, come on down uh, to Zoltan and Issa's bottomless ball pit. And even you. Wait, what? Uh, this is a commercial. Why do you think this would be good for business? What, oh, kind of uh, businessman, what kind of idiot businessman do you Americanski, think you are? The they, they love the sense of adventure. That's why we are changing the name to Zoltan and Issa's bottomless ball pit and escape room. I have a corporate retreat that has been here for a week. Little do these little capitalists know they are now at the mercy of their Russian friends. Ah. You, uh, you are still recording the oh. commercials, Zoltan, oh. you idiot. Oh, Opa. Well, we will fix that in post. Uh, we can cut that 
Last part out. Uh, okay, well, we see you soon. Ask for Zoltan or Issa or our favorite little Minsk, Rekia. Rekia, where are you? Why did you trick us? She did not trick you. She tricked She tricked you, not no, she me. She tricked both of us. It's obvious. She tricked you. She was just humoring you. She felt bad for your little... Yeah, you don't have sense of humor. You not even understand anything. Rekia! I hit you. <laughs> I hate you too. Stupid. I did brother you. You're not even my brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Mommy? <laughs> Captain, have you noticed that these canyons on either side of us are made of giant canisters of soup? What, what sort of arsenal have we stumbled upon? Shipwood said this is what the hummus beans call a, uh, a supermarket. I suppose it must be where they shop for weapons and ammunition. That's why it's called super. Are, are all the hummus beans this heavily armed and not just their professional security forces? That seems like a strange choice. They must have many accidental injuries. Uh, the hummus beans in this part of the planet are quite heavily armed and they do have many quote-unquote, accidental injuries. Uh, <clears throat> but they accept these injuries as the price of freedom. The, what, the freedom to own as many canisters of soup as they want and to accidentally blow each other up? Well, it's not always an accident. And, and they actually eat the soup. What? They eat the soup? Ca Captain, we're dealing with fire eaters here. Perhaps we've underestimated the hummus beans. Well, I suppose that's possible, seeing, seeing as how we estimated their threat level to be zero. It could be a one or, or a two, maybe a three. I, I mean, any species with such disregard for their own lives and self-interest, well, they must be a little dangerous. We could replenish our soup cannons while we are here, Captain. I'd recommend the tomato bisque and the New England clam chowder for starters. There are giant barrels of these soups immediately above us. If, if I'm translating the label correctly, Shipward, I, I see the word chunky on the chowder canister there. That, that sounds like just the ticket for a more serious firefight. Just stay away from the chicken noodle. There's, there's nothing like an overcooked noodle to dampen the spirits of our fighting forces when our barrages bounce limply off our enemy's defenses. Yes, yes. Nobody likes a limp noodle. Ca ca oh, Captain, look here. On this canister, far to our starboard, it, it looks like the hummus beans have managed to split. Yes, to, they've managed to split the pea. What? Is that possible, Shipwood? How could such a primitive being have managed such, such a thing as splitting the pea? It does appear that they have done this, Captain, a result of their top-secret Manhattan clam chowder project. They succeeded in splitting the pea, and they managed to, con to contain the resultant energy in an airtight alloy canister. Oh, well, then cancel the order for tomato bisque and serve us up, on, serve us up some, some of that split pea. We'll take six, seven canisters. No. But, Captain, do you think our ship can take it? it? The force of such a blast might dislodge our soup cans, at least, and not to mention sending dangerous shockwaves through our bodies. Oh, are we to be outdone by the hummus beans, then? 
I think not. We are be poppians. We never shy away from an arms race, especially because we have so many, so many arms, that is. Or tentacles. Yep. I don't know. Arms, tentacles, same yes, thing. Yes, I see what you did there, Captain. But but we're not at war with the hummus beans. I, I, I don't see why we need to compete. Don't with- you think the Gorgons and, and the Kardashians are aware of this of this technology? They've been mining Lurf for some time already. It's their firepower I'm worried about matching. If I may remind you, Captain, Gorgonzola was firing proton rays at us, not soup. The Gorgon fleet seems to have moved away from firing soup altogether. Ah, well, then, then perhaps they overlooked the, the, the potential devastation of the hummus beans split pea concoction. We'll have a little surprise in store for them when we next meet. There was a little surprise in the store for us here in this episode, because, get it, we're in a big store. There go the writers again, trying to be clever, no, they, and always sounding stupid. They are the worst, and, and they made me say that, too. That's, I'll never forgive them. I, I hope you haven't forgotten our mission to go murder the writers in the next fourth wall-shattering episode. I have not. Say, where, where is our new friend Roxy? Perhaps I should go check on him. Oh, oh Roxford! Roxy, my boy! Roxy! Oh, oh what a... Mess I've made. I seem to have missed the space toilets with yesterday's consumption. Say, say, I don't remember eating that. Oh, Roxy, are you okay in there? Oh, oh, yes, yes, uh, quite all right. Tip-top shape, just about. I'll I'll be out in a jiff. Just sit tight and I, I thank you again for your hospitality. Oh, it's quite all right. Take your time, take your time. I... I need to go uh, supervise some loading of munitions, but do join us for a late brunch in the canteen soon. Or you can drink space teenies. Excellent. Oh, oh my heavens. Oh, no. Great Galactos. Is he gone? Oh, thank goodness. I must clean this up here. So gross. I disgust even myself in times like these. Oh, oh goodness! Who could that be? Hopefully, not my brother again. I, I feel horrible about what he told me, and I cannot bear to. What? Oh, well, that's strange. It looks to be my father calling. How? How could that be? He- hello, he- hello, father. Hello there, my boy. How goes it with you? What? What? Why, father? You're alive. What? Oh, of course I'm alive. It takes more than a few pesky inferior beings to rid the universe of its rightful leader. Who told you otherwise? Why, well, it was Kamikins who told both me and Edom last night, I believe. Uh, Was it just last night? Well, anyway, he told us you were set upon by some scoundrels and he was crying and everything. Oh, now you know Cammy cries every time our three sunsets. That's nothing new. Yeah, yes, I suppose you're right, although that was a very long time ago that he used to do that. But come to think of it, I wasn't quite in my right state of mind last night either. Lost in your studies, were you? I'm expecting great things, Roxy. My studies? 
But, well, yes, I've become quite a student of the various games and rockets that they have going on in that great den of iniquity they call Fan Shui. Fan Shui? What were you doing there? Well, uh, blowing off a little steam, I guess. And I've become quite a student of other beings and how they play the games with their various mannerisms and tells. Ah, you've got a mind for universal politics, I can always tell. What? What, me? Why, what's got into you, father? You haven't spoken that way about me in quite some time. I... In what way? Whatever do you mean, child? Well, like you have some hope for me still. I, I suppose I'm... I suppose I am still a child with all of the many Carflugons I have ahead of me. More ahead of me than behind me, that's for sure. Oh, now what's this? I've got two field generals calling me at once on the military channels. I'm sorry, Roxy, I have to go. But just remember, the universe awaits. I'll see you when you come home for Glafnerp. Bye, Father. Bye. Well, that was strange indeed. I haven't been home for Glafnerp for quite some time. and But maybe it's time for one of our family reunions again. I can't even remember what year it is at the moment. Goodness, Roxy, get a hold of yourself. Ah, oh, Roxy, I see you look no worse for the wear. Atta boy, atta boy. Now let's, let's get us a delicious... Boat-cooked meal, oh, what do you think? A, a boat-cooked meal, you say? I can't say I've ever heard of such a And after that, we will get right on the case of pursuing your father's killers. Oh, well, about that. No, really, Roxy, I insist. You helped us with with our ship, get our, win our ship back, and it's, well, it's the least we can do. But but that's just the thing. My father's not dead. He just called me. Not dead, you say? Well, well, what a turn of events. We'll celebrate with, with a delicious meal. Boats. Well, <laughs> what a roller coaster of emotions for you, Roxy. But I guess that's what we all sign up for when we go to Fan Shui. Indeed it is. Well, let's tuck into this meal that has been... Materialized for us by the ship's auto-cook function. How dare you! I slaved over a hot boat for a thousand Carflugons to prepare this dish. Rotted goat a la mar. Remember, I pushed it out to sea one, during one of our previous missions. Well, I'm not sure that story hangs together, Gorias, as we seem to have gone back in time on this most recent trip. Uh, back in time, did you say? Uh, just a wee bit, sir. Uh, hardly noticeable for us intergalactic travelers. Are, are you saying I can't recognize my own boat cooking? I went forward in time when I first woke up this morning to retrieve this meal that we started preparing on our last visit. You used our precious time crystals for that, Gory? We could have just popped some space tarts on the toaster and saved our precious resources. Oh, not, not space tarts again. Oh, Captain, that's no way to start a day. You know what they say about breakfast. No, I don't. What do they say? That it's... Well, well. now, how does the saying go? It's, uh, breakfastness is next to godliness. Or maybe. That doesn't sound right. Or maybe it's the, uh, the power of breakfast is a curious thing. Make a one man weep, make another man sing.
change a hawk to a little white Yes, dog. yes, it's more than a feeling. It's the power of breakfast. Uh, <laughs> tougher than diamonds, rich like cream. It's stronger and harder than a bad girl's dream. Make one, a bad one good. Make a wrong one right. The power of breakfast will keep you home at night. Well, now that doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense. What, what are we doing here? What's going on, these stupid writers? Feed! That's my cue. When you say these stupid writers, I come on. I think feed Bish's cue a couple times yeah. already. You did. You did. We could have used you a lot earlier today. Feed. Love Huey Lewis. <laughs> uh, and the news. Well, the news. Feed can take them or leave them. But Huey Lewis, Feed must have. Must have. It's a very good song. The power of breakfast. But, but wait, hello, friends. But don't you think it symbolizes all that is wrong with the American capitalistic system of the exploitation of the worker? Or in this case, the capitalization of the very notion of love? Uh, I don't see where you're coming from there, Zoltan. It's, it's all about how love is more important than money or fame or diamonds and how you, you don't need a credit card to ride that train. Uh, how is Zoltan here right now? What, what, what is this? Sponsors are part of the show again. Uh, what is wrong, Yuri? I don't pay you enough to be part of your show. How many more filthy U.S. dollars do you want? I have the bottomless cash register at the bottomless ball pit. Do you have bottomless cookie jar, too? We like to see that cookie. Oh, this is just madness, Captain. How come we can never end an episode simply, gracefully? Well, <laughs> you ask and you shall receive... Oh, Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of Greetings. Uh, no, no, that's not right. Wait, oh, wait, wait, one, I, just one minute, one minute. I've got I'm this. surrounded I've got by this. idiots. Just give me one, just please, one more chance. Just, just one, one more chance. I think you've had plenty, plenty of chances. Please, Gree. Greed, 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 If you're all on drugs, think you don't need any new drugs. Here's my question. When do you ever need a credit card to ride a train? Uh, well, the subway, for one. You can use cash, I mean. Oh, uh, well, I don't think you can use I mean, cash anymore. In the 80s, and even now, I mean, you can buy a ticket with cash or well, maybe he's talking about the, uh, the European train, like the uh, TGV. Uh, a very expensive train, like like a Lear train. 
Wait, did no. somebody forget to hit record? <laughs>